Now, I know you can't see that, but but God, what a play. Throwback to Super Bowl 42 as we come up on Super Bowl 55. Welcome in, Hopper Nations. Charlie here. Seth, how we doing? Did you just say that was Super Bowl 42? Yes, sure was. That doesn't seem right. 55 now? That's... That, we're so old. <laughs> like, that was 13 Super That's ridiculous. Like, when you said that, I hadn't heard you say that. And I was like... That was 13 years yeah, ago. Yeah, what? That was, that was 2007 slash 2008 when the, the yeah. Patriots were, had the undefeated Jeez, season yeah. going. And uh, Dude, Eli drives so him down old. the field. That play happened with one minute left in the game. They're down 14 to 10. Uh, Tyree makes that catch, and then they go they go score. I think Plexico Burris scores the touchdown. So, I mean, come on. David yeah, Tyree I and Plexico Burris. Yeah, I remember the commercial the that year after old. that game. It was like Justin Timberlake on the sideline. He was chewing gum. And then he took it out of his mouth and he put it on, um, um, what's his name, the guy who caught it? Tyree? Oh, yeah. on his helmet? His yeah. helmet. <laughs> and he was That's like, oh, he won't go in. And then he got called to go in and that's how he got it. And then just Timberlake was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So, but what's up, Hopper Nation? It's Super Bowl week. We Here at Hot the Props, we are excited because I told Chuck today, when I was looking up all the all the player props and all the bets in the Super Bowl, I got a little overwhelmed. Yeah. There were there are so many, and there's so many alternate lines, alternate spreads, coin toss. If you can bet who wins the co- or no, who wins the coin toss if they pick it right, and if they'll win the game. And I'm like, I'm what? <laughs> a lot like, going I'm on. I'm just confused. A lot going on. But we're, we're, our goal here today is going to try to narrow all those bets down for you so you don't get overwhelmed. And you know which ones, that or at least the ones that we see some some possible value in for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, let's, let's start off just right off the top. We got Chiefs-Bucks. Chiefs are favored by three. Chuck, which way are you leaning here? Yeah. Uh, I think I could go either way. I think I could, we could make a claim for both teams here, but... But you look at the Bucks, man. They're coming off that that impressive win against the Packers that I didn't see coming. I know you were on the right side of that bet. I think I was. I was on you the right uh, side. you won getting to pick the next go- the next golf trip, which I'm, I'm not I'm terribly mad excited. about. It's you'll you'll pick somewhere good, I'm sure. But oh, yeah. um, Alaska. <laughs> the the Bucks looked pretty good in that game. They actually got to Rogers a lot, which I I was surprised by, and they they did turn the ball over a couple times or, or force some turnovers on the defensive side, and then. Brady made some plays. Obviously, he's got a ton of playmakers on offense. Mike Evans, um, you know, Godwin. I think Antonio Brown's going to play in the Super Bowl. Fournette, uh, Gronk, obviously. So, so ton of weapons on Brady's side of the ball. And the defense, the defense of the Bucks is probably probably the the better defense in this matchup. Um, and then Tom Brady just just proven that he's he's the goat, dude. I think I think it's hard to debate at this point. Uh, Ten. 10 Super Bowls in 20 years, like, he's literally there. You could bet on him, and half the time you'd be right, and that's probably better odds than you get on a lot of other bets. chance of him making a Super Bowl than Steph Curry making a three. That stat still lives that's rent-free crazy. in my dome. Rent-free. That's absurd. Yeah. Absurd. That's crazy to think about. Um, but honestly, it's, it's true at this point. So, he, so he's proven he's the GOAT, and he's back in a Super Bowl where he's, you know, he's comfortable. I'm sure they'll be ready. But as my good friend, or my, I wish I was friends with him, Lee Corso would say, not so fast. I got Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs here, minus three. 
Um, I've been against the Bucks kind of all year, kind of doubting them. So they've they've proven me wrong enough times. I think I'm I'm rolling with the Chiefs here and the better quarterback in Patrick Mahomes at this point. I know Tom Brady's the goat, but Tom, Patrick Mahomes is the up and coming goat, and he's just got more talent. I Tom Brady should have blown that game against the Packers. The Packers blew it themselves. Aaron Rodgers should have run that ball in at the end of the game to win. Um, Brady pretty much handed them two interceptions that the the Packers went and, and had two three and outs on. So, you know, I, I just I keep seeing Brady make these mistakes and throw up these just ridiculous jump balls that end up getting intercepted. Um, so, I, so I see a similar trend here and you can't you can't give Mahomes any turnovers you you know that he won't make the same mistakes that Rodgers did um and not score points off of those turnovers so I think the Chiefs just just end up outscoring the Bucs in this game eventually um I like the Bucs to go out to a little bit of an early lead but then you know Patrick Mahomes is the most comfortable I've seen of anybody down um in a game so I'm not worried about that you, you saw it last last week against the Bills they were down nine nothing um, so that's just I like you, that just like you predicted. I, like <laughs> yes. I called that exact. You said thing. you said the Bills will go up ten ten nothing ten to three something like that and nine nine nothing. You were close. Bills money line first quarter. Yeah, locked that up all over it. And then and then what happened after that? The Chiefs went on a thirty eight to six run. So just from an offensive firepower standpoint, I like the Chiefs here. They just you know I, I talked about the Bucks weapons earlier, but but the Chiefs have even more weapons and even more speed. And I just don't know if the corners can keep up with 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 Hill and and all that other speed on the edge. I I wasn't too impressed with any of the of the corners in the Green Bay, or for the Bucks against against Green Bay. I mean, um, they certainly have a good front seven, but I don't think their back end is is stingy enough to slow down the Chiefs and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. So I'm rolling with the Chiefs minus three. I know that's probably a popular pick, but Brady Brady not enough. Yeah. Chuck, this this is a tough one for me, and I, I have a lot to say about this game just because it's a, it's going to be a great game. Oh, to great watch. game! It's, this is an awesome it's matchup. It's new gen. It's new gen versus old gen. And I saw I read this article, and it was like it was it was like a persuasion piece. And it was like if if Patrick Mahomes does not win this game, he will never surpass Tom Brady. Like he has no chance. Yeah, you got to beat him. So, so I see, and I'm a big storyline guy because I like I like storylines. I think they help teams play better. I think that's where you can catch like some nice ups on betting too. Um, but I see two storylines here. I got one for the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes beating the the goat Tom Brady and giving himself a chance to rise to that status in the future. And then I also see the Bucks storyline where Tom Brady goes to the Bucks and wins the Super Bowl the first year. And just establishes himself even more as the greatest quarterback of all time. Those are two great storylines. I don't know which one to pick. So then I, I, I look back to the first time these two teams played because they played in the regular season. And it was a blowout in the first quarter. It was like, tw- I think it was like 21 to 0. Yeah, Tyree Hill had 200 yards in the first quarter. And the, because the thing is, no, no one can cover that man on the Bucs defense, they just can't. Um, the other the other thing now I'm going into game strategy here on the Bucks. The Bucks blitz a lot. I forget their defensive coordinator's name, but he likes to blitz a lot. Todd Bowles. And he did it a lot. He did it a lot against Washington. Did it a lot, a lot against Green Bay. Um, did it against New Orleans. But Patrick Mahomes is mo- more. I mean, well, they against Washington they struggled to contain our boy from Old Dominion. Heineke. What was his name? Heineke. Yeah. But they kind of struggled to contain him. And Patrick Mahomes, 
is almost as mobile as him. Like, I mean, he's just as mobile and he can keep plays alive. And then also, Haneke didn't have the weapons that Mahomes has. So you're telling me that you're going to bring seven guys, leave Tyreek Hill one-on-one with a corner. Patrick Mahomes can literally just catch the ball, dodge one guy, launch it. It's going to be a 40-, 50-yard completion. So I... I'm not sure. Like this is just going to be an offensive firepower game. I think the over under is 56. Um, part of me wants to just say it's going to go over, but I don't know. I think it's going to depend on how many turnovers there are. Um, because if Tom turns it over one or two times, then I'm not sure that that will get the over. Because I think the Chiefs will slow down again. Because the, when the Chiefs are up, they kind of let off the gas. That's how the Bucks got in back in the game last time they played. Um, but I, I just don't see – I think the Bucks defense is better than the Chiefs defense, but I think the Chiefs offense is better than the Bucks offense, like significantly better than their defense, which will cause the Chiefs to just run away with it, especially early. I think the Chiefs are going to go up early. They went. They were down in the Super Bowl last year. They were down in the, in the game before. I think it's going to come down to Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. Can he get it done on a game-winning drive? But I don't think he does it this time. I'm also going to go Chiefs minus two and a half. Tease it down to that. Yeah. I can see it being a three-point game. Yeah. So, and mean, that's what I got there. Um, Over-under, if I had to pick, I'm going to say over just because I I, I can't say under. Because I want to see it over. I want to see this game to be, you know, I want to see it be 30, uh, 31-28. Yeah. That's what I want. Um, so we'll we'll see, but I I like the over there, and then I like the Chiefs minus two and a half, not three. That's where Vegas gets you. Yeah, um, I think you you brought up a good point about Mahomes's elusiveness. So I'm, I was a little hesitant about the Chiefs. I, they've had some COVID issues. I think they have a couple guys out. Eric Fisher. They're missing the the problem with the Chiefs. Yeah, I forgot. I was watching something on this today. Is they're without. They're two tackles. Yeah, Eric Fisher tore his Achilles, and then another one has some COVID issues. I think. So, yeah, so they're big. kind of they're not deep on the line. Um, but, but the I, amount of I times I saw the... last week of Mahomes outside of the pocket on a broken play just find Travis Kelsey yeah, somewhere that, that's what, was crazy. That's what I, if if it was Brady without his two tackles, different because Brady's not mobile, but. Mahomes is, is he's great just running around extending plays and finding the open guy and you because you can't cover Tyreek Hill when he's darting like when he's adjusting to, you can't catch him he's too fast and Travis Kelsey like kind of finds those little spots and just sits there and waits for Patrick Jones to pass him the ball so I mean they got two two great wide receivers there and they they also got running backs that can catch out of the backfield so they're they're dangerous in a lot a lot of assets of the game but. Well, you want to move into the move into some props since we are hot for props here. So the last last football props game of of the year of the season. Yeah, and this is this is our Super Bowl here at Hop the Props. I mean, we're we're obviously big on the props, so this is this is the game that has, like you said earlier, the most props out there. Um, Seth, yeah, one they're... one quick point I wanted to circle back. I know you said you like the the over. I kind of like the under. Um, I just kind of lean in these big games like a national championship or the Super Bowl that, that teams get off to a little slow start, a little hesitancy to, to get the ball moving, and I'll, I'll touch on that a little bit later. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go the under here just to be different. Since we're, since we're both on the Chiefs, I mean, you know, kind of mix up. Yeah, I like it. I'm also going to throw one more stat out there for the Chiefs fans out there. 
Mahomes this year on blitzes, I believe I might not have his touchdown number completely right. Um, I believe he has thrown 13 touchdowns and zero picks wow. against the blitz. I know he has zero picks. That's crazy. And is it is Todd Bowles the defensive coordinator for Tampa? I think yep. it is. Yep. I, think I said that earlier. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Todd Bowles Come on. loves I'm the on top blitz. of it. And I, hey, love that for you. Love that for you. Um, yeah, so I, I, I think Pat's going to keep exposing the DBs and leaving them on islands out there. A lot of big plays. Yeah, I mean, that's their offense. Broken plays, like, that kind of ends up working for them. It does. Really well. It does. Because they have so many playmakers. And Mahomes just yeah. has a cannon. Yeah. All right, so the the thing that I love, and, and Seth, correct me if I'm wrong, you're kind of the the app guru um, out there in, in Pennsylvania, but but I love the idea of parlaying MVP with whoever you pick to win Moneyline. Is that something you can do? I mean, it should be, right? Let me check. Because right. it's it's very you check strange. That. Because Sometimes you can't I understand why that, that would be weird, because if the Chiefs win... I think it. I think it's safe to say it's pretty likely that Mahomes is going to be MVP. So if you yeah, got the Chiefs winning, I'm not sure if you can do that. You can bet on Mahomes MVP. So so maybe you can't parlay them. But if you're really confident in the Chiefs or really confident in the Bucks, I say the only really two MVP candidates out there are Mahomes and Brady. I mean, maybe there's an off chance that a defensive player picks it up or Tyree Kill or Kelsey, think, Kelsey go off. Uh, yeah, I I think Tyree Kill is a sleeper. Yeah. Because he had 270 yards last time in three TDs. But don't you think that they know that and they'll try to shut him down a little bit more in this game? But can you shut him down? Well, yeah, but, you know, like the but one I, guy I that also, beats you, you focus they, all their time on that, and then Kelsey goes and but beats But then him or Kelsey's just going to go off. Right, so it's like one of the two. Yeah. Um, but which one? Honestly. You know, that's the kind of tough part. Um, but yeah. I... If if you can, I like it, but if you're, but if you're confident in one side and you want to really, like, double down almost... Um, going for the Bucks to win and and Brady to uh, to win the MVP. I, I love the value there at Brady to win the MVP at plus one ninety five. Um, you you cannot, by the way. Yeah, it will not let you. That makes at sense. least it won't let you on Fanduel. That, so. that, that, that makes that sense. That, that's what I was thinking, anyways. Yeah. But but I I do like Brady the value there to win MVP. If if you do think the Bucks will win, um, you could you know do a couple different bets with that. Just have a couple things going, but. You know, I, I think it's pretty likely the quarterback wins. But like you said, I mean, there's good, there's really good value in picking a non-quarterback to an MVP if you really feel confident yeah. about somebody. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think I think Mahomes wins this MVP because I think the Chiefs win the game. Um, but I think there is an off chance. I don't know what his odds are for MVP. Let me look at one real fast. Because I think Tyreek Hill, if he goes off like he did, I don't know, he's not going to go off like he did last game. At least I don't think he is. Um, but I mean, he could get it because I would, I would give it to Tyreek Hill if he had two hundred some yards, three touchdowns. Yep. Over it. Patrick Mahomes, who probably threw for three hundred yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, it's like Devonta Smith. So that's just somebody. yeah. Tyreek Hill is plus fourteen hundred. Yeah. So I feel like that's a, almost a value. No, that's 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 worth throwing a couple couple bucks on for sure. Yeah, like nothing nothing crazy. Like, um, you know, but I mean, you you throw like a what you'd go out to dinner. Like you just take a dinner and throw it on Tyreek Hill, and he goes off. You're going to be real nice in the bank account. Um, and I know I know we're both on the on the Chiefs to win this game, but I guess another long shot I'll throw out there is is a defensive player from the Bucks. 
because um, I think if the Bucks do end up winning this game, maybe they win it off of a, a pick six or a, a big fumble recovery or a guy that has a couple yeah. couple sacks. Um, and maybe Brady doesn't have a crazy good stat game, so they have to give it to you know we we saw that happen in a couple Super Bowls. I think um, who was it? Bob? No, not Bobby Wagner. Bruce Irvin ended up winning winning MVP for the Seahawks one year. Um, so I I, I kind of like like JPP or or Shaquille Barrett or somebody like that to to maybe be a long shot to to win the MVP as well. I like that too. I mean, in in some of these games, like. It's it's easy to pick the quarterback here. Um, that's why part of me is like, you know what? Maybe maybe go with a little bit of an off pick. Yeah, and a that's where the value is. Yeah, so that's that's what I'll probably end up doing. I'll probably be I'll probably throw a little bit of money on Mahomes and then a little bit of money on Tyreek Hill. Um, so because I mean I'm confident the Chiefs are going to win. If the Chiefs win, one of those two are going to get it. Maybe Kelsey if he goes off, but I don't know. I'm pretty confident those two get it. But anyway, moving on from MVPs to anytime touchdown scores. Chuck, do you have a favorite? Yeah, you know, I, I was looking at some of these, and obviously Kelsey and Tyreek Hill are the, are the big ones that, that are kind of the, the big favorites and not getting you a lot of value there. But I think there's some value elsewhere. Um, I saw Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was plus 175, so I think that's pretty good value. Um, Chiefs kind of getting creative in the red zone and not, not just throwing it, maybe running the ball or maybe even even throwing it to to Clyde the Glide. Um, so I like that value. And then I, I'm looking at both quarterbacks as potential rushing options. You know, I just think in, in the Super Bowl, all the stops come out. You bring out all the stops, right? So so maybe, you know, Mahomes obviously is, is elusive, like we said, at plus 280 for, to score on a, on a run. Um, I see that as being decently likely. And then and then Brady, you know, maybe they get down and they QB sneak it or, or they do something with, where they even throw the ball to Brady. I could see that happening um, as just kind of one of those random – bring it all out plays in the Super Bowl. So Brady's plus 390, I really like that as well. Um, so there's some good value in, in some of those like deeper down picks. Um, and if you really want to get crazy, I, w- I was almost looking, I didn't I didn't throw one on here, but a, like a fullback or something, like I just said, we're getting creative in the red zone. Um, maybe, a, maybe a fullback like Anthony Sherman, or uh, I think the guy's name is Mickens for the for the Bucks, um, ends up scoring a touchdown if you, if you really want to throw a, a really high um, odds one out there. Yeah, I mean, I I like the. I think there's gonna be a lot of touchdowns here, so I think the anytime touchdown score is actually one of the best bets this game specifically. Sure. Um, and I know I know for me, I'm gonna be throwing a lot on Kelsey and Tyreek parlayed to score because you can parlay anytime touchdown scores, and that pays out at plus one seventy two. So you're getting almost double your money for the two best receivers on the Chiefs to score a touchdown, and yeah. I, I'd say that the chances of that are pretty high. So I'm definitely going to be looking at that. And then the other thing that I'm going to look at is a first, the first touchdown score. Yeah, that's a um, now, This is kind of risky here because, I mean, you, the Bucks could get the ball and then go score. But Mahomes is plus 1,800 for the first touchdown score. Yeah. I could see, like you said, pulling out all the stops, first possession in the red zone. They do something weird, or like they're at the three and they do a scramble, something like that. I again, couple bucks, nothing crazy, but I think it's worth the value there on the chance that they do 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 something weird, especially with the Super Bowl coming up. Yeah. Um. I I don't like first touchdown score for any main players like receivers, just because I don't think there's a value there. Considering I think it's going to be kind of weird when they get in the red zone, they're going to pull some weird plays. 
Um, if I had to pick like Kelsey or Hill, I'd go Kelsey just because when they're in the red zone, they run a lot of like these shuffle passes underneath. Yep. A lot of like tight end screens and it kind of just funky formations. So my, my top two first touchdown score picks are Kelsey and Mahomes. Um, but I'll probably throw some on Mahomes because I'll already have Hill and Kelsey in the parlor for any time touchdown scores. Yeah. So I like that. that's, that's what I'm going to do there. I'm not going to touch any receivers on the Bucks because I feel like they're all so hit or miss. Like, yeah, it could be I anybody with, no with Tom. I have no idea who's going off. And Mike Evans could go off. Godwin could go off. Antonio Brown could. I have no idea. Yep. Um, I kind of uh, like Fournette to to score at least in the game, maybe even first. If if the Bucks do end up scoring first, um, I might. I know you said parlaying Kelsey and and Hill. I kind of like parlaying Kelsey and Fournette just to have two different teams, just to kind of hedge your bets in case you know there's only so many touchdowns. But obviously, we're expecting a lot of touchdowns in this game. Yeah, I like that. I like that too. I mean, he, I think he scored a touchdown in every playoff game he's played this year, and like the last two games of the regular season. Yeah. I think he's like scored. He's, he's been playing games. really well. Yeah. So I, I look. I like the Bucks to kind of lean on him, especially the. You know, that just seems like kind of a strategy that they would employ to keep um, Mahomes off the field. Yeah, because they're, they're going to try. I think they're going to try to slow it down, but I think it honestly depends who gets the ball first. Because if the Chiefs get the ball first and they score, Bruce Arians and Tom Brady are going to want to go down the field. They're going to want to move. Yeah. But if the Bucks get the ball first, they might have a, a slower, slower mindset here. Um, but I'm going to I'm going to keep talking about um, Hill and Kelsey too. Um, Hill's over under is 94 yards. I want to slam this over <laughs> so hard. I, I can't slam it as hard as I want because it would be very loud in the mic. But I am air slamming my desk right now. It, it automatic over 100. Automatically over 100. He had 270 last time. Nobody can cover him. A lot of big plays, especially on the blitz. It just makes sense that he'd go over 100 yards. Like, even if they try to lock him up, you know that at least one time during the game, he's going to get free. It, it just, it's inevitable. Yeah. And that play is going to go for 50 yards. So then he just has to get 50 yards on other plays, which he'll do because he's fast and quick enough. So I love that slamming. Um, Kelsey is 98 and a half. I'm not sold on it, even though he's gone over 100, I think, in like three of the past four games. I'm not sold on it just because I don't know how much time Patrick Mahomes is going to have with all the blitz. And I think he's just going to, he's either going to look to Hill or he's going to look to Kelsey. And I, I put my money that he's going to look to Hill first. Um, but I think the later in the game, when the Bucks slow down the blitz, depending on the score, like if the Bucks are down, they're going to keep throwing. And then I think Kelsey can go off. So I like his over, but I don't love it as much as Hills. So I'm, I slam Hill tentatively put money on Kelsey's over. I wouldn't put it under. I would also, I could, you could also do an alternate um, over under with Kelsey and I'd put it at like 85 because I think he'll get, you know, in the nineties, but I just don't know if he'll get to a hundred. So alternate, alternate like Kelsey at 90 um, slam, slam Tyree kill over on 94 and a half. Yeah. Um, I like I like your thought process there. I like Kelsey a little bit more than Hill. 
Um, I think we're, we're kind of backwards on that one. But, yeah, Kelsey has six straight games with a touchdown and one, two, three, four, ten straight games with at least seven catches. Um, so the volume's certainly going to be there. So I could I could see him going over. 98 is pretty high. I don't, I'm not crazy about that, but I, I do kind of like that over. Um, but I definitely like, like I said earlier, him to score a touchdown. Um, I'm going back and forth on Hill because I, I understand not being able to slow him down, but, but maybe that is their kind of focus if you have to focus on one thing, and that's, you know, doubling him with the safety over top pretty much every time um, just to not let him beat you over top at least. So maybe that slows him down. He gets a lot of catches and maybe a touchdown, but not, not over 94 yards. But, but 94 does seem kind of low for, for Hill. I would have thought that would be a little bit higher. Yeah, I mean, he's Tyreek Hill in the past two games. He's got one ten and then one seventy two. Yeah, so, I mean that was that was with a seventy one yard yard catch last week. So so maybe they yeah. can stop that from happening. But but it's hard. Yeah, but even like without said, that, even without that, he had one hundred one. Yeah. So um, that's true. I mean, he get he, he's been tar- targeted ten times and eleven times, eight receptions, nine receptions, and I mean one of those was against the Cleveland defense. That's pretty good. Sure. Um. And, I mean, after that Bucks game, he did calm down. He only had 58 yards, 79 yards, 53 yards, and 65 yards. Um, and he's he's only gone over 100 yards five times this year, twice in the playoffs, and then three games in a row against Carolina, Vegas, and Tampa Bay. But I think he goes over here. Again, I think he keeps it going. I don't think they'll be able to slow him down. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be – Yeah. So, love love that there. Uh, you want to go into a little quarter, a little get talk about the bets of the guys throwing the ball to them. All right, let's do it. <sighs> All right, Chuck, we got Brady is I believe at two ninety seven and a half, and Mahomes is at three twenty four and a half. Which one do you like better? Oof. Like I said earlier, I think I like the Bucks to run the ball a little bit heavily um and I don't trust Brady throwing the ball over top um even though he he does it sometimes with some finesse but but I think you know that's it's dangerous I think that would be a little conservative um to try to just keep the keep the clock running um so I, I think I like Mahomes even though that number is higher just because I think he's going to throw even more um and there's more big play potential yeah, I I agree. I think Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes threw for over 450 yards last time they played. Um, Brady threw for over 350, but I, I definitely have a lot more confidence in Mahomes throwing for at least three 350 yards in this game. They're going to be airing it out. They, I mean, they can run the ball, but they're they're a pass first team. I feel like the Bucks are a little more balanced, um, and I really think that the Chiefs are going to be up most of this game, which kind of scares me because I'm like, what if they start running the ball? But I feel like they, they have to know in this game, it's like, all right, we're not going to let off the gas. Like, we want to win this game by a lot. So they're going to keep throwing the ball, which I'm hoping will cause Tom Brady to throw the ball. So I I see out of a, out of 10, 10 being my most confident bet in the world, one being I'm not confident at all, Mahomes over 324, whatever it is, I'm giving it an eight and a half. And then Tom Brady over 297 and a half. I'm giving it like a seven. So I'm pretty sure they're both going over, but I'm I'm more confident in the home three. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
for sure. And then I've got I've got a little something that I wanted to add here at the end of our prize because those were those are most of our. You got any other like you know props really? Yeah, and I, I feel like I didn't throw it on the sheet, but but I I kind of talked about this a lot already. Um, I like the Bucks to run the ball a lot, so I think I think. I saw Leonard Fournette's over on rushing attempts as a, at eleven and a half, so I kind of like that as for an over, um, as well. Just just throwing that that last one out there as we wrap up the uh, the player props. Yeah, I mean that, that would also cover too if you're like betting the Chiefs and you wanted to hedge that the Bucks would win, uh, or like hedge that the Bucks are ahead because then you they definitely just start running the ball at the end of the game and Leonard Fournette would get a lot of carries. So that that could be a good hedge too. Yeah. But speaking of hedging, I have possibly the hedge of a lifetime <laughs> coming up here. So I'm going to pull out. I'm going to do it on my phone to see how many of these things I can parlay. But so as we all know, as degenerate gamblers slash investors, Vegas somehow always seems to win. They just do. Yeah. It's inevitable. They always do. So... What's to say that this game, because I feel like everyone's saying that this game is going to be a high-scoring game, a lot of offense, you know, everyone's betting the over. What happens if it just goes under? Like, it's like the final score is like 17 to 14. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but what if it did? So I had the I had an idea that you just take a bunch of unders and alternate unders. So you take, like, the under the game, you take Brady under like 325 passing yards. You take Mahomes under 350 passing yards. You take the under on yards. You take pretty much the under on anything you can take that you can parlay it and just throw a couple bucks on that. Because if, if the game starts slow and the bucks turn it into like a slow, like using the whole play clock, long drives, it's going to screw up every bet that you probably have. But if you throw like this, a hedge or something like this, then at least you'll be you'll have some money in the game if it goes completely opposite of how you normally think it would go. So like, you take Brady under two and a half TDs, take Mahomes under two and a half TDs. Yeah, I mean you can. I'm getting plus five hundred right now. So I mean you you throw you throw the under the game. Brady's under. Mahomes is under. And under for touchdowns for Brady or something, just just those four. Throw a couple bucks on that. You're looking at plus six hundred. And I mean, even if so, then even if the game kind of goes awry and everyone's like, oh, you know, that wasn't what I thought was going to happen. You can be like, well, I hedged it, and you had something in case that happened. So, hedge of a lifetime. Not going to cash probably, but if it does cash, everybody else lost the money, and Vegas won, and so did you. So, yeah. So I have to say, I love so that. I, have to say. I love that strategy. We're really we're getting we're getting seasoned out here in, in season two with some hedging. I love that. Vegas wins, man. That's all I have to say. You got to think. They always that. do. Yeah. I see some potential in that. You know, I, I know I've been saying it a lot, but but the Bucks to, to at least the Bucks are at least going to try to slow it down. Whether or not they'll be successful is a whole other story. But but they're going to try. Yeah, and that that's unlike what you mentioned earlier when you were like, you know, this might be a slow start, big game. That would also come to that because I mean, if, if Mahomes and Brady get one possess, one or two possessions in the first quarter, you know, they're going to have thirty passing yards in the first quarter. Yep. 
So, you know. The other thing is uh, look for live betting this game, too. Because if one team goes up by a lot, like especially if the Bucks start early and they're up by a lot, slam the Chiefs' money line. Just slam it. Because, or, or at least slam it like the Chiefs somehow aren't favored anymore. Slam that. Because it's going to be a close game. Patrick Mahomes has not lost by more than one possession since, like, his sophomore year at Oklahoma or Texas Tech or something. <laughs> Some ridiculous stat. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Just got to do that. Good stuff. So that kind of covers the the game itself. Um, we'll get to some of the, the little fun props that, that are out there. Um, you know, obviously the start of the game, that's a, that's a big one that, that gets talked about more so in this game than, than any other game for sure. Um, coin toss, heads or tails? What you got, Seth? Tails never fails. I'm rolling tails. Mm. See, that's the exact strategy that that you're talking about with the uh, the Vegas always wins thing. I, I clicked on a prop, uh, a voting survey on uh, on Instagram the other day. Shout out BR betting, um, and sixty five percent of people were saying tails. So I'm going heads. Just on just hey, based on I that like alone. That. I like that. C- cannot go wrong with that. I'm <laughs> going with the people. You're going against the people. I respect them both. Yeah. Um, so now this is this is a fun one that that is usually... oh this i am passionate about this one <laughs> set me up chuck set me up all right so we got the national anthem um this year we got jasmine sullivan an r&b singer and eric church a country singer um teaming up to duet the national anthem and the over under i think i saw it, it's either 159 or two minutes um so over under two minutes that's what you're thinking all right chuck last year <laughs> last year i got robbed because it was Demi Lovato. Yep. I took the over because she had been through like rehab. She's known. She's been known for like hitting a lot of large, yeah. large notes. Great voice. Note. Great voice. I have actually been listening to her to the at the gym a lot this week. All right. Actually, the monsters like all by all time low. Demi Lovato and Black Bear pretty much on a loop in my headphones right now. Really gets me going. Gets the pump rocking. But anyway, moving on from that, she completely <laughs> blew it in the first half of the National Anthem because she sang it at a speed that I have never heard anyone sing. It was so fast. It was. I, I mean, I'll sing it for you real fast. It's not going to be good. But it was, oh, say can you see by the dancers? I'm like, wait, what are you doing? Slow down. <laughs> and she sang like 148 or something. I missed it by 12 seconds. But historically speaking, Right, I'm taking the over again, and here's why. Yep. Because what? How, well, I'm gonna, let me use my. I'm usually a stack guy, but Chuck, you had a stat about this. Oh, it's been over two minutes. What the last? Six out of the last eight, I think I read. So, you okay. know, going with history, the over seems to look pretty yeah. good. The other thing you mentioned is the guy's a country singer, and the girls at R and B. Yep. The so number one, it's a duet. Duets have to go slower because you have two people compared to one person. For sure. It's a lot easier to sing in time, like, in time by yourself. But when you have two people, you have to go slower. Also, country is pretty slow. You don't hear many like hyped up country songs. Like no one's, there's no way he's going to come out and sing the national anthem really fast. He's just not. Yeah. But like you know, country singers, it's like you know they don't really hold notes that long. They'll sing it slow, but they won't hold it. That's where the R&B singer comes in. What's her name? (laughs) Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine Sullivan. Okay. Now, historically speaking, African-American women singing the national anthem have been long. Whitney Houston was two minutes and 15 seconds. 
very very famous national anthem song historically they they hold the notes longer especially at the end so i'm thinking you got a country guy who's gonna sing slow and then you've got the r&b girl who's gonna hold the notes longer and also have to sing slow plus you've got you've got the whole like blm movement thing i think it's gonna be emotional I think it's gonna. I it's gonna. I don't think they're gonna blow through it. I think there's gonna be some significant like note in there that they're gonna hold for a very long time. It might be the last one, but I think it's over two minutes here, and I'm I'm willing to put. I'm I'm gonna put. I'm trying to think of an object that's good monetary value. I'm gonna put a grand piano on it. However much a grand piano is, that's how much I'm putting on. I am extremely confident it's over two minutes for all the reasons I just listed. Is that a, is that a 10 on your uh, confidence meter? It's it's a 9.2. Okay. I'm pretty confident. Was the, the lock of the century had to be a 10 at least though, right? Yeah, the lock of the century was a 10. I had a Tyler Hero bet today. That was a 9.8. I'm at a 9.2 right now. All right. So a Yamaha Clavinova from Kraft Music is uh, approximately $5,500. Yep, yep, that's how much I put on it. I like that. But yeah, I don't know. You could get you could get however many real... units that is in your in your book. It's probably like it's a lot for me, but you know, five thousand for so like if, if you're you're out there and you're like, you know what? I think I got an extra two grand just sit in my pocket, throw it on that. Throw it on that. Yeah. Um, okay, so transitioning to the end of the game now. This is always a fun one that I'm usually pretty interested about. The color of the Gatorade shower that is poured on the winning coach. Um, we got orange as, as currently the favorite at plus 160. Red orange at, was last year. Orange was last year. Red at plus 165. Uh, yellow, lime, green, green Gatorade um, at plus 330. Um, clear slash water at plus 650. Blue at plus 800 and purple at plus 1300. What do you like? Seth? I just want to say that blue slaps. Yeah, that's it's well, good. Lime or blue is the uh, is the but superior. I, good in my I feel, and then purple. Purple is only good when it's G two. I know it's kind of weird me saying that, but it's because <laughs> it's too show, it, like it's too like yeah sugary and syrupy because it's it's so dark. Um, but when it's G two, it's lighter. It's much better. Um, you know, I I feel like. I bet on this last year. Again, I was completely degenerating last year. Um, and I bet yellow. I bet the lime green yellow. Yeah. It was orange. I was kind of heartbroken. But I think it's going to be yellow this year. Yeah, I like that as well. I'm um, feeling yellow. I hate red. Red sucks. It's just not good. No one drinks it. Orange <laughs> was used last year. I feel like they're not going to go back to back. Lime is the only one that makes sense because you're not going to dump water. And then blue is just not the right color, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. between I'm between lime. I'm I'm looking at that one as some good value, but but I'm gonna go like I know you don't like the uh, the clear slash water, but I kind of like that one. Um, it probably will be Gatorade, but I kind of just sometimes picture it being clear um, as kind of a Gatorade that like glacier ice flavor or whatever. Um, so I kind of like that one with some good value there too. Um, but definitely leaning. I'm I'm with you on on the yellow Gatorade. I'm kind of feeling that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say something completely random right now because I know I'm going to forget. I just got a notification that St. John's beat Villanova. Wow, that's two, pretty big. Two top five teams went down tonight. Houston lost to East Carolina. 
St. John's lost to Villanova. We'll get to off the hoops later. But yes, we're continuing. That's, a, that's a nice teaser. That's a nice teaser to get that the crowd hyped up for Hop the Hoops. I, I know I'm hyped oh, up yes. for Hop the Hoops now. Um, so what we got? We don't got much left, but but this is a fun one. This is kind of a, something that we don't get every year, if that's for sure. Um, which coach will show his nostrils first? Um, you know, I know that sounds kind of weird, but obviously the coaches will both be masked up. Um, Arians is a big favorite here at minus 200 with Andy Reid sitting at, at plus 150. Um, I also like Arians here. I know he's the favorite, so it you know, there's not a ton of value there at minus 200, but I don't ever see, I can't, I can picture Arians taking off his mask to, to yell at somebody or something like that. But Andy Reid is not much of a yeller. He's kind of a quiet guy, kind of just goes about his business. And yeah. Well, Andy wears that face shield thing. Yeah, I mean, he, and he wears a, he wears a mask. I, I've seen him in that, he's rocking a Chiefs mask in the last couple of games. Yeah, I've seen. he wears the Chiefs mask and then the face shield. Yeah, so I, I just don't see him, I've never seen him really, I can't picture him removing the mask to kind of, you know, to, or to like kind of pull it off a little bit just to yell at somebody. Um, so, you know, Vegas is thinking Arians, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Arians as well. I, I see that logic there. I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm sticking Arians. No, no more thought on that. You just got to know. Bruce, our boy Bruce. It's Bruce. Um, last one I have on my list, and I know there's, you know, I was trying not to get in the weeds too much because we can get some seriously crazy props, but um, this is also a fun one. First offensive play of the game, um, obviously runs a favorite at minus 120, but plus, plus 100 for a, for a pass, or, you know, if, the, if it's a pass play and he gets sacked, that also counts as a, as a passing play, obviously. Um, like I said earlier, I, you know, I think I see. My bet's going to be the Bucks get the ball first, and the first play is a Leonard Fournette run and gets me one one rush closer to my over in eleven and a half. So I'm I'm going to run here as a favorite and maybe maybe throw in that parlay with with the national anthem and the coin toss just to get a nice start to the game. Chuck, I couldn't disagree more. Oh I think they are going to open up. Whoever gets the ball is going to open it up with a big play. Yeah, they're going to try to open it up initially. Okay. I don't think they're going to run it. There's some the energy is going to be too high for them to run a halfback dive or a stretch play. I think it's going to be play action. I think it's going to be a play action. Brady's going to look deep, and then he's going to check down to either the running back or the Gronk or somebody for like five yards. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to take I'm going to take the even money at pass or a sack. I do, I do like that logic, and and hey, that's that's where the money is. Gotta, get, gotta is, like the underdog is. sometimes. Even money. I, I might throw a little bit on that one too because I, I I like that. So all right, but well, I think that's that that's all I got. Yeah, that. that's I the mean, uh, the Super Bowl of props. So uh, we we both like the Chiefs. Um, we like Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, the usual suspects to have a big game. Maybe Brady on an over, and maybe Leonard Fournette to score and have some some rushes, and then. What maybe maybe the hedge of a lifetime to kind of just since we're yeah, taking a lot of, of overs, take some unders in a parlay. Just yeah, to just hedge take, it. take some unders, whatever you can take, um, just in case, yeah. And then we're loving so. the national anthem on the over as as our favorite yeah. favorite. Honestly, the be, the bets that I'm most excited for are the national anthem. That's number one. Um, Tyreek Hill and Kelsey touchdown scores. And this first offensive play; those are my top three that I'm most excited for. All right, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm excited for Sunday. This should be a we had a great matchup on our hands, and uh, should be a good game. Yeah. Speaking of great games, we're going to transition a little bit. I've got two hop the hoops games for you guys. Um, 
Gotta we kicked two going. last week. The week before that, we went two, two and two. So on the season, we are five, five and, three. and three, I believe. Yep. Five and three. Um, and I've got two games for you, one on Friday, one on Saturday. Um, and I've got – we're taking overs and unders here, and I also have picks for each one. So the first one, we've got Ohio State versus – <laughs> Toronto, Ohio State versus Iowa. <laughs> Iowa's favored by five and a half at home. This game is on Friday. Now, Iowa's only lost one game at home all year, and it came a couple of weeks ago against Indiana. But they've lost two of their last three, and their win was they beat a subpar Michigan State team by six earlier in the week, this week, when they were actually trailing for most of that game. I thought they were going to lose, to be honest. Um, Ohio State, on the other hand, is kind of doing the opposite of, of Iowa. They started 0-3 in conference play on the road. Since since then, the last three games, they're 3-0 and with wins over Wisconsin and Illinois. Those are both on the road. Um, so off the bat, like at first when I saw this line, I'm like, I love Iowa here. Five and a half points at home to an Ohio State team. The more I looked into it, I was like, I don't know. I mean, Iowa does have the they they have the most efficient offense, according to um, uh, what's it called, Ken Palm. But their defense is 117th in efficiency, which is the lowest in the top like 50 teams for total efficiency. So no one in the top 50 is over 100 except for Iowa. So that's why they lose games because their defense isn't so good. So, but Ohio State, on the other hand, they're fifth on offense and 67th on defense. So both teams, top five on offense. They're good on defense, but they're not as good as they should be to be like top contenders. Ohio, Ohio State plays a little faster than Iowa overall, but they're both in the top third of pace of play. As you know, Iowa, a lot of white dudes sitting on the corners, sitting outside, shooting threes. They shoot a lot of threes, so I was like, all right, Ohio State's going to have to slow them down somehow. Ohio State is 160th in the nation against the three. It's not great. It's kind of in the middle. But, so I was like, okay, well, what's Iowa? Ohio State doesn't shoot the three as much as Iowa, but I'm like, oh, let's see how good Iowa is against the three. They are 263rd against the three. That's terrible. That's so bad for a team that's ranked, like, in the top ten in the nation to be that bad against the three. So... From what I took from this game, both offenses significantly better than their defenses. This is going to be a shootout. Both teams will be above 80. I believe the over-under is 158 and a half, uh, 159. Take the over. Both teams will be in the 80s. I expect this to be like an 81 to 83 type of game. And I expect Ohio State to cover the five and a half as well. Might even win. I'm not... I'm not confident that they're going to win, but I could see it happening. The other thing that I could see happening in this, I would do this if you bet Ohio State to cover, is I would also put money on Iowa to win by like 15 points. That's 10 points more than the spread. Because if this game is close, Ohio State's going to cover it. They just are. Like, they could be down by 10 with two minutes left. They're going to cover it. But if it's it, it could also just be a blowout and Ohio just play or Iowa just plays fantastic and Ohio State kind of falls off where they are. But if that happens, they're gonna they're gonna win by over fifteen, and you'll get great odds on that. You probably get like plus three fifty or so. 
So I think it's worth throwing a couple extra, just a couple bucks there uh, to kind of hedge that bet. Uh, but take the over straight up. I say take the over straight up, and then you can hedge Ohio State to cover with a big win from Iowa. Uh, but yeah, over, definitely. Big game on Friday. Top 10 teams there. And the, the next one that I have, we not we don't have any ranked teams here, but it's Saturday game. Uh, I think it's later in the day. We got little Loyola Chicago versus Evansville. I all remember Loyola Chicago, sister Jean. Yep. Warmed our hearts. Just warmed them. Loyola Chicago has been on COVID lockdown defense over the past few games. They lost to Indiana State in the middle of the season, which is their only conference loss. Since that game, I think they've played like six or seven games. They haven't given up 60 points. The only better defense was Houston, and they just gave up like 80-something to East Carolina, so now they're probably first. They played a very good Missouri State team. It was kind of underrated because, you know, they don't get a lot of you know, good play. But their only losses were really to um, Drake, who's undefeated, and Loyola Chicago. And they, Missouri State scored 46 points and then 50 points in back-to-back games. Evansville is 306 in total offense. This team cannot score the ball. In addition, both these teams are like over 300th in pace of play. So Evansville will not get a lot of opportunities to score. So this game will be a very, very low scoring game. I do not see this game being over a total of 120 points at all. Like not even, I I see this game. I predicted the score. I wrote it down. Where'd it go? I lost it. Anyway, I think I had it at 49 to like 68 or something. Like that That's going to be the score. It's going to be – Evansville is going to be 50 or slightly below, and then Loyal Chicago will be in the 60s. Loyal Chicago's offense is actually pretty good. They're ranked 40th in efficiency, and they can put up points if they need to. So that's why I also think you take the under here and you parlay it with Loyal Chicago to cover in a blowout. They should be favored by a lot in this game, and I think you take it. I think if it's over twenty, maybe hesitate on it and just take the un- just take the under. But if it's anything under twenty, you gotta take Loyola Chicago on the cover, parlayed with the under. And those are the hop the hoops. So we got four bets this week, kind of three. I'm gonna I'm gonna say we just have three. We've got the under in Loyola Chicago and Loyola Chicago on the cover, and then we've got the over in Iowa versus Ohio State. And then we've got that Ohio State. You know what? I'm, I'm confident Ohio State will cover. So I'm going to say we got four bets. Ohio State to cover over in that game. Loyola Chicago to cover under in that game. And that's off the hoops, baby. Four Love bets it. this week. You, that way you can build up your money for the Super Bowl and just blow it all on random bets. <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll see how Seth does on the hop the hoops action. I definitely like your over and your under in those two games based on, you know, all the all the stats, all the knowledge you provide the good people. Big I, stat guy. Big. <laughs> huge. I could, Enormous. I could tell you're not confident in Ohio State, not as confident as Ohio State to cover. I wouldn't be either. I kind of like Iowa to have a bounce back game. My boy Luca Garza. Um, I think Ohio State's a little bit overrated, but they are rolling. So I just think it maybe kind yeah. of returns I think to how why, it's that's been. That's why I think that hedge, that hedge bet is a good idea if sure. you the Ohio State. Yeah. I think it covers, and then I mean, if they lose by ten or twelve, then yeah, whatever. But I don't think that's going to happen. Play, play the, play the odds: a close game or a blowout. Yeah, close game or a blowout. I'll take one of the two. 
All right, so we're we're hedging our bets. We're watching the Super Bowl. We're making some some random bets on the national anthem and. Uh, that national anthem, dude! I was screaming at the TV last year, and that was just with my friends who don't bet, and they're just like, "Dude, why are you so like angry at Demi Lovato right now?" And I was like, "I'm never listening to her for the rest of 2020," and I didn't for a while because I was so pissed off. But I mean, she just has so many bangers. How could I not? Yeah, got it. Got to come really, back around. Really to Demi, don't care. You? Really don't care what Cher Lloyd. You're telling me you don't like start benching to that song. That song gets me going, man. It gets me riled up. <laughs> Love that. Demi, if you're listening to this, great vocals, by the way. Fantastic job. You really do great. We got great some things. investment tips for you guys. We got some music tips for you guys. Go check out Demi Lovato. Yeah, um, check out that monster song. I mean, you probably heard it. It's pretty popular. It came out, it came out last year, though. I thought it was kind of like an old 2000s, you know, emo kind of vibe. Bangs. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, good luck to, to all the teams playing on Sunday and, uh, and hop the hoops and, uh, We'll see you next time, Hopper Nation. Hopper Nation, win a lot of money this week. That's that's what hopefully we'll be doing. And we'll come back next. Oh, next week, we're going to be moving our show to Thursday because I will be live in Vegas, baby. Oh. In Vegas, getting, getting after it. So stay tuned for that. We're moving from Wednesday to Thursday just for next week. Live from Vegas next week. So that we, got, we got that to tune in. So don't worry. Don't fret this Football may be over, but Hop the Hoops is, is still up and active, and, and we'll be – Seth will be at least in Vegas. I will, I will be there in spirit. Oh, yeah. I got a lot of NBA stuff to drop next week too. A lot of NBA stuff. Getting back in it. The ball, ball will become life next week. Oh, yes. It always is. When is it not? That's true. All righty, Hoppers. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll, catch you, we'll catch you next week, Thursday, uh, live from Vegas. Bye. Bye.